Welcome to Choir Talks. This is our weekly podcast where you and I read together some scripture um, that is spoken to me from my daily time in the Bible during the week. Um, these are also the scriptures that I share with our, our choir on Wednesday nights during our rehearsal. In our episode last week, we talked about Psalm 25, and we talked about what it meant to fear God was the language in that psalm. We said that that meant to have a reverential awe about who God is. This week, we're going to read together Psalm 112, and uh, it also mentions the fear of God, but this time it talks about uh, the blessings that come from being uh, one who fears God. So let's read this text together, and then we'll come back and, and comment on it some. Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land, and the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. They have scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever, and their horn will be lifted high in honor. It's a great song. It starts simply with hallelujah. You probably know this, but that word means uh, praise God. Hallel is the word for praise, and Yah is the word uh, shortened for Yahweh, which is, of course, the name for God. So it begins with just an expression of praise, praise God. And then uh, the, the verse goes on to say, blessed are those who fear God. Now, here's that word fear. And so what he's saying is, if you are a person who has a reverential awe of God, then there are blessings that follow that. Um, it, we're really starting out with a beatitude here. Jesus um, gave a great sermon in Matthew 5. Uh, in the beginning of that, we call it the Beatitudes because each verse starts with, blessed is the one who does this or does that. So it's a beatitude in that it describes the blessings of, that come from having a godlike character or godlike attitudes or actions. So uh, he says here, blessed, happy is the one who fears God. This person is, is a worshiper. That's another way to think about a person who has reverential awe. That's a person who just who worships God. They seek to know God through his word and through spending time with him. And as they seek to know him, this is what happens. They begin to develop his character in their own lives. The more you focus on some, something intently, the more you understand and the more it gets a part of you. Um, one day in another podcast, we, I really want us to do uh, follow this line of reasoning that you become like what you worship. Uh, I believe I could show that through various scriptures, but if you'll take my word for it now, uh, at the one who fears God will begin to develop the characteristics of the one that he fears in his own life. Uh, and then it goes on to say uh, he finds great delight in his commandments. Uh, so this is one and the same. If you're a worshiper and you fear God, you're also going to delight to understand what it is uh, that he commands and ask us to do. 
And I love the word delight because it teaches me that um, it, we're not going to obey uh, uh, God's commands out of compulsion and out of we've got to do this. We're going to obey them because we're delighted to. We love God and, be, and we are delighted to do the things that please the one that we love. And so what we're going to see is um, that there are blessings that come from worshiping and delighting in the Lord and in his word. Um, those blessings start with that we have a right relationship with God. We have a right and, and, and good understanding of him, and uh, we have a right relationship with him. The other thing we're going to see, one of the other things, is that the person who fears God has the blessings of having a right relationship with money or with wealth. Several verses touched on that, if you heard them before. Um, verse 3 says, wealth and riches are in their houses. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. I really went back and forth on this verse. Uh, what is it? Is that verse promising that all will be wealthy uh, just because they are righteous? And I don't believe that's what it, it's really saying, but I believe that there is an abundance in the house of those who uh, are righteous. Uh, I don't believe that they are in need. Psalm 37 says that, um, he says that I've, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children out begging for bread they have what they need paul says uh, sometimes i've been in plenty and sometimes i've been lacking but in either way i'm content in christ i've had what i needed in christ um so there but but in regards to wealth i think there is some righteousness dividend if you will righteousness dividend when you are living right and developing uh, a godly character that probably prevents you from suffering a lot of the consequences that might come from sinful uh, views and sinful actions in regarding to your own finances. Uh, sin always has consequences, but righteousness has some dividend of its, its own. I love this about this verse. It says, wealth and riches are in their house, not in their heart. And that's really a, uh, an important distinction. Um, Jesus, uh, in that same Sermon on the Mount, he says that you can't serve two masters. Uh, you're either going to love the one and hate the other or hate the one and love the other. And then he makes clear what he's talking about. He says you can't serve God and money. So uh, the, the person who has a right relationship with money doesn't love money. It doesn't have him. He is not the servant to money. In fact, he thinks about his finances as being uh, vehicles to bless others in the name of the Father. Here's what it says. Um, just to remind you, verse 5 said, Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. So here's a picture of this person who fears God, and he's becoming like God. He's generous. He has the heart of the Father towards those who are in need. He lends freely. Uh, it also says that he conducts his fair, affairs with justice. In business, he has integrity. He doesn't try to make uh, money through ill-gotten ways. He's fair. He's right. He represents the holiness of God in the way that he deals with other people. But he also represents the mercy of God as he is generous. Uh, again, it reiterates that in verse 9. He says, um, this person freely scatters their gifts to the poor. So... The person who has a, a right relationship with God has a right relationship with their money. They don't ask, do I have enough? But they ask, do I give enough? They don't say, how can I have more? 
as much as they say, how can I give more? One more thing I want you to see about um, the person who fears God and the blessings of fearing and delighting in God, and that is that you develop a right relationship with circumstances. Uh, So many of us have anxiety about what is going on in our lives, and all of us have difficult and bad days, and that's true for the righteous too. Um, The one who follows God is going to have difficult times. Um, Verse 4 says this, Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright. In other words, there is going to be times of darkness in the life of this righteous person described here. But here's the promise. Even in darkness, light dawns. Um, Even in those difficult times, uh, there is um, light. Light in the Bible is typically uh, uh, a description of the presence of God and God's holiness. Here, I think the presence of God. It reminds me of Isaiah chapter 9. When the prophet was foreseeing the coming of Christ, he said, the people who walk in darkness have seen a great light, meaning the revelation of the Messiah, even during uncertain times that they lived in. So back to our scripture, if we look at that the same way, it says even in uncertainty when you can't, when you're, everything is dark, you can't see the next step, you don't know what's in front of you. For the righteous, light dawns. You have, you have the, the presence of God in your life uh, to help you to, to navigate. Uh, he goes on to say about the circumstances for the righteous, surely the righteous will never be shaken. Uh, so there are going to be things in our lives that shake uh, part of us, but I think what he's talking about here is our faith. Our faith is not going to be shaken. Um, there, there'll be things that happen in our life. They may shake my physical body or my finances or my family or the circumstances in my life, my job in, or in some way or another. I'll be shaken on the outside, but in, in my faith, um, I will not be shaken. Uh, he goes on to say they, they have no fear of bad news. Boy, isn't that, wouldn't that be great to have no fear of bad news? Why does the person who fears fear God not have fear of bad news? Because the more you come to have an underst- a fear of God, you understand his power, the less you see the power of circumstances affecting your lives. You know that the power of God is great to handle the problems that you face. You know the power of God is greater than anything you face. So the more that you um, worship and fear the Lord, the less fear that person has of their own circumstances. That's just some thoughts from Psalm 112. Read it again when you have an opportunity, and and let the Lord speak to you about some some of the verses in there. Uh, May God bless you. Thank you for sharing this moment with me. Let me pray for you. Father, help us to be people who fear you. Lord, who, who want to know you and understand you and, and look on you in awe. Help us to be a people that delight in your word, delight in your presence, delight in your commands, delight in, in following you and doing the things that please you. Father, I pray that for those who are here who want to put in, in uh, practice in their life these principles from Psalm 112, Father, I pray that, that they would see your blessings in their lives. Father, I pray that, that uh, Lord, their, their financial house would, would represent your character, Lord, your, your holiness and your mercy. And, Father, I pray that as they walk through difficult circumstances, God, they would do it uh, in the light of your presence, uh, trusting in your power. So, Father, I pray for those who have listened today, God, that you would be with them today and bless them.
they walk with you. In Jesus' name. Hey, as always, love for you to join us Sunday morning at 1030, either here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church or online through our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Have a great day.